The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, hello everyone. Yep, here, there. Thank you. <clears throat> so, um, I'd like to do a kind of a guided review of the instructions for this week and start with a kind of an analogy. When my <clears throat> son was quite young, but old enough to go like play in the little park, little playground with other kids or at home or any place, there was a phase where it seemed that um, he was ready to kind of explore and go out a little bit away from his parents, a little bit out on his own. <clears throat> but uh, he would look back, make sure that we were seeing him. And if he didn't see us, he would be concerned. And But he, he also wanted to know that we were seeing him. So at some point we could just sit quietly in the shade under a tree and something. And uh, our job was to keep an eye on him, not because he was in danger, but because it was reassuring for him that we were seeing him. And then he'd come back sometimes and sit in our lap and, and kind of, I guess, rebalance or whatever kids do on their kids' parents' lap, feel safe again or feel home again or something. And, and then he'd run off in this direction, that direction, sometimes up on the play structures, sometimes on the swing, sometimes the sandbox. And, um, and wherever he went, our job was to stay quiet and peaceful and keep an eye on him. And as long as we did that, he was very contented and he felt safe and so in the same way, <clears throat> we are given the wonderful opportunity in practice to sit peacefully under a tree in shade and maybe even kind of lean against the tree and just be at ease and relaxed. And, um, and we can just stay there as long as we keep an eye on things, as long as we stay alert and awake. And sometimes all we need to do is to stay there and attend to the breathing. And maybe even our whole system just appreciates. There's a kind of profundity about uh, inner connection and inner harmony, inner coming into balance that can happen around breathing. Breathing is like the nexus of so much of our psychological, emotional, social, spiritual life that um, it's quite something to kind of intimate there with the breathing. But then... You know, the child runs off after some wonderful body sensation or difficult body sensation. And, and so that's what's going on. And so all you, just, all you have to do is stay there and you don't have to go do anything, but you have to watch, you have to be present, see it carefully. And then it goes up, runs after some emotion or some emotion happens and and so then you can stay and just watch from under the tree, but you have to see it carefully and fully. And then you come back, then it comes back and sits in your lap, whatever. And then it might be thoughts or it might be sounds. The idea is the center is the place where you can stay relaxed, 
but the role of their relaxed center is to have a certain certain kind of clarity and openness and availability to see where the child runs off to, to see it clearly. And that's kind of a description of this practice. If there's something predominant that takes us away from the breathing, something more compelling than, than the breathing, then we bring our attention to that compelling thing. And when it's no longer compelling, then if something else is compelling, we do the next thing. But if nothing else is more compelling than the breathing, we come back to the breathing. And there's this gentle rhythm, or maybe gentle, there's this kind of rhythm of, of um, being with the breathing, going, going and attending to what else is happening that's more compelling, and then coming back to the breathing. This is the way I like to teach this mindfulness, where breathing kind of is at the center. Breathing maybe is the tree we sit under. Because um, breathing also functions as a one, not only a place to develop mindfulness, it's also a place to develop samadhi, concentration. And the two can be cultivated together as partners. So we'll do it. So, to assume a posture where you get to be both under the tree, but you're also, maybe you can become the tree. I don't know what trees you have in New Zealand, but here in California we had these redwood trees that are strong, big, wide, tall, straight, regal. Maybe sit like a strong, established, rooted tree. Feeling your posture. Offering care to yourself through your posture. And then Perhaps with a sense of care and attentiveness to yourself, gently take some deeper breaths, feeling the expansion of the rib cage as you breathe in, and some longer exhales. Longer exhales that you relax with, settle in more deeply into your body. And letting your breathing return to normal. And continue for a few breaths Maybe on the inhale, feel where there's still some holding or tension in your body. And on the exhale, see if you can relax more. Calming the body.
And then maybe the same thing with the mind, with the thinking mind. As you breathe in, gently feel any tension or pressure, contraction in the thinking mind. And on the exhale, let there be a calming of the mind, relaxing of the mind. And then to settle into the body's experience of breathing. Perhaps feeling the rhythm in the body of breathing in and breathing out. Perhaps as you exhale, there's a small ways you could relax the exhales. Especially at the end of the exhale, in such a way that the exhale continues a teeny bit longer. Maybe to help you get more intimate with breathing. For a little while, let there be a very short pause at the end of the exhale before you inhale. Just just long enough so you can feel the body's pull to breathe in. And as soon as you feel that pull, allow it to happen. Allow the inhale to move through your body.
take a break from noticing the breathing and staying relaxed, maybe leaning against your tree. Become aware of the strongest sensation in your body. Maybe nothing's needed from you except to be present for it, to see it. Nothing needs to be fixed or judged or interpreted. Just an intimate feeling and sensing, seeing of the body sensation. Maybe it's enough to acknowledge it this way and then return to the lap of your breathing. Reestablishing yourself with body's experience of breathing. way, let your attention again take in some sensation of your body, maybe without being troubled by it or just all that's needed is to know it, to see it. mindful of body sensations. Noticing how you're mindful. What attitudes come along that might be extra.
and then coming back to the breathing. And then, looking out, notice whatever emotion or mood, state of mind that's present for you. Note it. Allow it. Feel it. If possible, let it be simple. Teasing apart the stories or ideas, judgments you might have. So the emotion can just float there by itself, as if it has permission to be there, left alone while being seen. And then coming back to the breathing. And if the mood, emotion, state is supportive of focusing on the breathing, bring it along. Maybe as if it's a nest or as a, a warm cuddle or a support. So you breathe with a supportive emotion, breathe through it, nestled by it.
And then when it's time to be mindful of thinking, prepare yourself a little bit. Relax. Relax. And then with a little bit more relaxation, gaze upon the mind that's thinking. Not so much the content of your thoughts, but the process and activity of thinking. And when thinking has been acknowledged enough, maybe it's time to begin again with your breathing. And as you're aware of your breathing, how are you aware? What attitudes come along? Are there simple ways to help the awareness become simple? Just aware, just seeing, without any efforts to try to make something happen, make something go away. Just awareness is enough here.
If you take a small flat stone and drop it into a lake, it'll gradually settle to the bottom of the lake. On the next exhale, imagine that a small flat stone is dropped into your body and follow it to the quietest place within, stillest place. Deep inside, let that be the place from which you're aware, from which mindfulness arises.
if you want, you can assume that whatever your experience is in all the different dimensions of experience, all it wants, all it needs, to know that you're present, maybe watching from the shade of the tree, uninvolved, but clearly present. And when you do that, what happens to your experience? What shifts and changes? What stays the same? Sometimes it can feel as if we live in two kinds of worlds. They're so different from each other. One is the world when we are not attentive, we're not mindful. And one is a world in which we're mindful. It's like we have two different bodies the body that is embodied with awareness and the one we're not aware of. Two kinds of emotional lives, one that we're not mindful of, another for which we are mindful. 
two kinds of thinking minds, one that we're not mindful of and one that we are. Two ways of acting in the world, acting without awareness and acting within awareness. The difference is that difference, really different between these two worlds we can live in. As you go about your day today, you might notice <clears throat> what it's like to live in each of these worlds. Notice maybe after the fact, <clears throat> what it's like to live unaware, unmindful. And notice how it's different when you're aware, mindful. Especially if you can be mindful with the awareness that's like resting under the tree, just gazing, just aware. Maybe it turns out that all of our experiences benefit from being seen and known May those benefits be yours. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy your practice. <clears throat>